And a very good Sunday morning behind the scenes interview time here on 104.5 WQKT AM 960 WKVX and streaming online at WQKT.com. Our guest via the telephone this morning, our good friend from the OSU Extension Office here in Wayne County, and that is Melinda Hill. Melinda, before we delve into today's topic, a very good morning. Thanks again for joining us. Oh, thanks so much, Ron. It's great to be here and uh, to carry on with some of our usual traditions. You know, last time we talked about uh, the loss and the disappointment uh, of a lot of canceled things, especially for children. Uh, also, how to cope with disappointment and, and cope with loss. Uh, and we're going to talk a, a little bit about, I guess, as we continue on very quickly here through the summer, uh, about what you can do. You know, a lot of people have traditions that happen every year like clockwork. This is the weekend we do this. This is what we do on the 4th of July. And and obviously for everybody, that has changed greatly this year. But uh, you're here to kind of help us out and let people know that while you might not be able to do the things that you regularly do, or at least the way that you usually do them, uh, there are a lot of options to make sure that you, you can still enjoy your summer and have fun while also being safe. Absolutely. And I think this is a case where the Internet has a vast amount of information. Uh, you can easily look up some of the things that may be of interest to you and your family. But that's where I'd like to start, is actually have the conversation with your family about what would we like to do. Instead of focusing on what we can't do, there's a a whole list that you can make about where can we go and what can we do. So I'd just like to run through a few things that I found that are fairly close. And, you know, we talked about the 4th of July. Let's also think about this. uh, What can I make a celebration um, in our own way in a small group that we we can still acknowledge and celebrate Independence Day and maybe bring in some of the history and maybe have a greater understanding of really why we are doing some of that celebration. But um, so here are some things that you might think about. Visit a city that you've not been to. Um, doesn't have to be far away, but there's a lot of really cool little towns all across northeast Ohio and um, throughout Ohio. So visit their local um, ice cream shop. Visit a local uh, park or trail if you enjoy some of the hiking. Um, what about canoeing or kayaking or fishing? Maybe the islands up in Lake Erie or the glacial grooves on Kelly's Island. There's the Ohio and Erie canals and learning about the lock system and how ships are able to move throughout the Great Lakes um, and the transporting of goods. Um, The Ohio caverns and there's castles in West Liberty, Ohio. That's not too far from here. One of the 4-H projects that um, has been really interesting through the years is genealogy. And families sometimes, again, down in um, the Dover, New Philly area, I believe that one is still in operation. And there may be others around that that might be something fun to try this summer. Or even over in Mansfield at the Mansfield Reformatory. 
So do any of those sound like fun things that the boys might enjoy? We did the drive-in last Friday night at Wadsworth, and it was awesome. Fabulous. So just some of those things that may not be top on our list or we haven't really had to think about. Um, get your minds going. Talk with the kids. See what it is that they might like to do. If outside things might not be top on the list, there are many inside activities to do as well, and especially as the heat rises this summer. There's, um, as I mentioned before, many historical museums, whether we're talking about the presidential libraries or um, museums in Canton. Um, I didn't realize that there was a Lego and plastic brick museum in Bel Air, Ohio. Did you know that? I had no clue. Yes. Um, maybe it's exploring different churches or sanctuaries throughout the community or looking at uh, bridges, covered bridges. Uh, there's a covered bridge trail up in Cuyahoga County or other monuments, uh, Perry's Monument up on uh, Kelly or up on Putin Bay. So there's just COSI, there's the zoos, there's aquariums. Um, Obviously, they're all having to make adaptations in the times that we are seeing, and being inside is a little more challenging than being outside. But check these out if there's something that is really uh, intriguing for you and your family so that you have something to look forward to. The, the ultimate goal. I, I want to get you thinking about what we can do, but essentially, um, let's Let's turn this into kind of a family project and build some of those coping skills that we talked about the last time. So we can't do it the way we've usually done it. We're not going to be able to take off and go for a long vacation, but let's do some day trips or let's do an overnight, and what does that look like? So why do you want to go to some of the things? What are the history? You know, there's Stan Hewitt Hall in Akron, Hale Farm and Village, Squires Castle in Willoughby Hills, um, Landau Castle down in um, Loudonville. You know, there's all of these places. So what's the history behind them? Why, how did they end up in this community? And why is it something that you might like to visit? Are there books? Are there um, other pieces that can enhance the learning activity? But the objective of all of this is just spending time together and having that conversation because do you think everyone in your family is going to agree on where to go, Ron? Zero percent of the time, Melinda. And I mean zero. <laughs> okay. So if we're not going to agree, what other skills are we going to learn along with this? So, compromise. So maybe we need to plan three days because you have three boys and each of them gets to choose a day. And everybody can go along and, and be more apt to enjoy the day because they know their day is coming or their day uh, has already passed. But we can also learn from one event to the next. What went well? What do we need to change for the next time? And as children, if we give them the opportunity to actually work through the process, again, we're building skills for life. We're also talking about those um, resiliency skills, 
that I mentioned the last time, that connectivity both with the past, the present, and the future. As I visit some of these places and realize how historically how life was and how it's changed for me at the present and what do you think this is going to look like in the future? Those are great conversations to have. Um, that control piece that we talked about, we're not going to be able to control everything, but what can I control with the planning and the researching and the exploring if I don't fully investigate or if I don't think about something, well, that's an important lesson. I missed that. I need to consider this for our next trip or the next time I'm planning something. Um, it also offers a sense of purpose when I'm learning something more about my family. This one, you know, is an easy tie back to the genealogy. I'm learning where they came from and where they lived and what kind of environment, what kind of occupations they may have had. And then just in the community, um, I'm, I'm part of something much larger. Yes, I may live in a particular township and I may go to a particular school system, but I'm part of the community of Ohio and the part of a great nation. And how does that make me feel? So whether we think about it or not, our family culture is something that we're creating and making some of these plans are um, just a great way to be able to do that. So what family traditions are you hoping to be able to continue this summer, Ron? Have you given that Oh, well, um, as far as the summertime traditions, hoping to do a lot of campouts. Uh, the family likes to camp. Um, and then just as many as people are starting to get back together, as many family traditions uh, as we can. You know, like most families, certain holidays are spent with these people. Certain other holidays are spent with, with these people. Uh, you know, you, you try to take a trip in the summertime. So uh, those are the things that we're trying to make sure that, that we get to see all the family that we usually get to see, if at all possible. Uh, and uh, try to continue some more of the outdoor stuff that uh, the, the kids like to do, especially. Absolutely. And i just like um, to remind us all that family traditions are such an important thing to continue or to adapt, however we might, during these challenging times, because those traditions and rituals are the things that hold families together during tough times those memories that I can go back to and, and savor because those were important in both my childhood and adulthood. So remember, um, with our family time together, uh, encourage as much conversation as you can. Be creative. Get everyone involved. Um, tell a story about what you remember from years gone by. If you have parents and or grandparents, do some videotaping and really get some of these family stories down so that you have that as part of your rich history going forth. Our traditions um, allow us to live in the moment and really enjoy the company of those that are, are gathered there together. And they give us something to look forward to. Just like you said, we, we have this. Uh, opportunity to spend this 
uh, weekend with this group or go camping with this group. Um, continue those as much as possible in a safe environment. But I think in general, as we think about doing things differently, um, our traditions help us really understand who we are, where we come from, why these things are important, and just talking with our children and using um, their feelings and their words to be able to help them understand why they are so very special to be a part of this family at this moment in this time. So as you are out and about um, thinking about this, it's a great conversation to have around mealtime or if you have um, driving time just to talk about what things are really important to you and get your, your family's feedback. Melinda, as always, uh, it's wonderful to talk to you. You've got some great uh, thinking and talking points for families to consider uh, here as we move on through the summer. If anybody needs to find out more information or get a hold of you, especially during this time, what's the best way to do that? Thank you, Ron. Our phone number here at the office is 330-264-8722. And... We will get your your message and get the information to you. You can also reach me at hill.14 at osu.edu. And as always, check out our website at wayne.osu.edu. One of the things that um, I'm kind of sad to mention, but many of you are familiar with Rory Lewandowski, who is our Ag and Natural Resource Educator, he will be retiring and moving on to a, a special assignment with he and his wife, Marcia. Um, so visit our website. There's a kudo board set up there. If you would like to leave Rory a message, um, if you've had interaction in, in, in the past or just best wishes upon his retirement and his next adventure, um, I'm sure he would love to hear from you. Once again, you've been listening to Behind the Scenes on a Sunday morning here on 104.5 WQKT, AM 960 WKVX, and streaming online at WQKT.com. Our guest again from the OSU Extension Office, Melinda Hill, here on this Sunday. More to come. Uh, We'll take a look at your weather forecast in just a moment again, Melinda. As always, appreciate the time. Thanks again for joining us here this morning. Thank you, Ron. I really appreciate it, and have a great day, everyone.